Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a bitch. But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! On the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update NFL Championship Weekend Got two games Tomorrow, Jim This is the last uh, I Remember last week I said I was a little depressed Because I, I, I love it when you get those four games You know And uh, no more No more We got yeah. uh, two games tomorrow Then we got the, the Pro Bowl and then the big game, Super Bowl 53. On <laughs> the Pro Bowl. I hate the Pro yeah, Bowl. Yeah. I like the Pro Bowl challenge when they do those pr- challenge things, you know. Throw, At the half throw or the something? Football. No, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. They, they usually, like a couple days before or day before. So oh, the, okay, okay. The, I thought you meant, you like, know. let's say, like the regular people uh, who win contests. Oh, no, no. Yeah, no try I, I meant <laughs> get, getting the NFL players to do, you know, different contests, like, Type things like right. the quarterbacks have to hit the, the moving targets and you know those kind mm-hmm. of things are like <laughs> the uh, right right the actual Pro Bowl game I, I, is ridiculous. Yeah, I have, half the I guys have don't even want to go anymore since they took it out of Hawaii. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where so, is it, by the way? Do you know? I have no idea. I, re- I really pay yeah, yeah. so little attention to it. It isn't funny. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, they want to take them out of their comfort zone. The, some of the, they, maybe they should have uh, some NFL players do a uh, home run hitting contest. How about that? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, we've been breaking down uh, the games uh, taking place tomorrow. We're uh, in the middle of talking about the uh, Chiefs taking on the Patriots. Uh, and we talked about how home and uh, away uh, is such a, a big deal in this game. Chiefs de- defense, I mentioned, uh, so much better at home during the regular season, had given up. Uh, 17.4 points per game when they play at home at Arrowhead. Uh, on the road, they give up 34.3 points per game. Uh, they gave up just uh, 13 points, of course, to the Colts last week. Uh, Getting to the quarterback, sacking a- uh, Andrew Luck three times. And remember, Andrew Luck had only been sacked 18 times all season long. So uh, we started to talk about some of the keys to the game uh, in terms of... Uh, I talked about how uh, I think it's how important it is for the Chiefs uh, to score first, Taz. No, it absolutely. You know, I, I get that. And, you know, that's one of the mm-hmm. great things about Andy Reid is that he comes up with those first 15 plays scripted, and they've done a great mm-hmm. job on it. Uh, you know, they have 18 first-quarter touchdowns on the season. I'm pretty sure that leads mm-hmm. the league. Um, you know, and 
So that that's exactly for that reason. Now they got off to a slow start in this, the last game they played against them, and mm-hmm. you know got behind early, and everybody thought Kansas yeah, City yeah. was done. But you know, mm-hmm. while they did end up losing the game, Mahomes brought them right back into it. They only lost because of a last-second field goal, uh, losing mm-hmm. by three. But you know, absolutely, Andy Reid is all about getting that early start and you know really coming up with those. Like I said, those 15 plays always seem to do damage right off the start. Mm-hmm. If you were a head coach, would you ever, and you won the coin toss, would you uh, ever give the ball to the uh, opposing team first? Hey, look, Bill Belichick did it forever until last week. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. he wants the other team to get it first. He wants his defense to set that tone by stopping them early, plus getting the ball back at the start of the second half. If you have any kind of, you know, momentum uh, at the end of the first half, getting the ball first in the second half is key. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's one of the things mm-hmm. he really loves. And, you know, while it's always been expected of him, he's always done that. You know, again, this is the the master of when you think he's going to do one thing, when you finally figure out one thing, he's going to change mm-hmm. it up on you. And that's what he did last week. Yeah. Uh, and, and totally turned around and said, no, we want to set the tone early on our offense. And that's exactly what he did. Um, he went out mm-hmm. there, and their offense set the tone, moved right down the field and scored. And then the defense came up and right away and got in their face. And, and, you know, that's why we saw what happened. And, you know, they played a really good game, and it was right from the get-go. Mm-hmm. At one point, uh, I was reading last season, uh, the Patriots had scored uh, within the last minute before the half in seven straight games. And then they had got the ball back, like you said, because uh, he was famous for, uh, you know, like let's say if he won the the, the coin toss, allowing the other team to uh, get the ball first. So he'd score uh, to end the first half and then, you know, have an opportunity to score at the beginning of the second half. So talk about beating up your opponents. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And, and, and mm-hmm. he, they do that. And, that, you know, that's why they love getting the ball in the second half. But, you know, mm-hmm. again, he, he zigs when everybody else is zagging, and that's why he's – Going to go down in history as one of the best coaches this game ever saw and a first ballot mm-hmm. Hall of Famer without a doubt. Right, right. Um, so uh, any other keys to the game in, in terms of uh, uh, how the Chiefs could win? Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll throw another one out there. And then, uh, you know, if any, you have any others, uh, Taz, please let me know. And uh, I think you'll agree with this one. I mean, keys to the game, the Chiefs front four playing a good game. And we talk about it over and over and over and over again as Giants fans. We saw how uh, important it is to keep the pressure on Tom Brady. And, the, you know, I mentioned this, I think, in hour one of our show. That we're, we're in our uh, six right now, uh, how important the play of the uh, Chiefs front four, which is kind of like a underappreciated front four. I mean, they get sacks from all over the place. I mean, uh, during the regular season, they uh, tied for the league lead with 52. You have uh, D. Ford with 13, Chris Jones 15 and a half, uh, Alan Bailey uh, career high, six uh, sacks this, uh, this year, uh, Justin Houston, uh, nine. So... And I said it just a couple of seconds ago. Andrew Luck, they got to him, put the pressure on him, sacked him three times. That's the way to beat Tom Brady. Yeah, no, and exact same thing, and I agree. And, you know, the the good thing is what we saw from them last week is that they don't even always have to get to the quarterback. You know, Chris Jones, you know, started that game off by keeping his big paw up in the air and knocking the ball mm-hmm. down, you know, when Luck tried yep, to throw yep. it. And, you know, they had, what, six or seven knockdowns at the line of scrimmage by that 
defensive line. So I agree. They're going to mm-hmm. have to play that same kind of game. And while you say bring pressure, I think bringing pressure up the middle is huge against Brady. You know, try True. to disrupt. Mm-hmm. We talked about that earlier, is that, you know, most mm-hmm. quarterbacks like to take that step forward in into the pocket to make that throw. And, you know, Brady's one of the best at it. So if you can get in mm-hmm. his face right up the middle, take him out of his comfort zone, you can force him to make Aaron throws. And that's what they're going to need to do. But even if they don't get to him, if they can knock down a few of those passes, you know, always a good sign. That's what they're going to need to do. They're going to basically, you know, we, we saw last week that you can't discount these Patriots. You just can't. Um, and I don't care whether it's on the road or at home, a conference championship game. You know, it is what it is. They're going to come playing for you no matter where it is. So you have to play almost a, a mistake-free game to beat them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree with you. Uh, another big part of uh, the Chiefs being able to beat the uh, the old Patriots is your buddy Damian Williams. Yeah, keep feeding him the ball. He has to have a big game. Last week, uh, uh, 25 for 129. That's a 5.16 yards per carry. Scored a touchdown. Another five catches for 25. Pats allowing 5.11 yards per carry to running backs in the last nine games. Hey, always important to control that time of possession. And I agree with that. And, you know, this is the thing. You know, we... We've always we've always talked about the fact that the Patriots like to take away your number one weapon. The thing with mm-hmm. the Chiefs is you got so many weapons. You know whether Choose it's Tyree yeah. Kill, yeah, whether it's Kelsey, yeah. now whether it's Damian Williams. You know which one are you going to choose to be the primary guy you take out of the game? Now lately it seemed like that key guy for them has been taking Kelsey out of the game, but you know mm-hmm. Tyreek had a, such a big game against them last time. I'm wondering if that's going to change. You know, they, mm-hmm. they went into this game last time with Stephon Gil, Gilmore, who, you know, PFF, Pro Football Focus, has ranked as their number one quarterback uh, of the, mm-hmm. the league. And he was trailing uh, Watkins all game last time and not Hill, which, you know, kind of boggles my mind. I can't imagine why you would do that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe he's just not fast enough to keep up with Hill, which could be mm-hmm. a possibility. Um, and mm-hmm. if that's the case, then you you have to throw, you know, usually two people at, at him at that point. So again, with all this going on down the field, you know, it's kind of hard to pinch in on Damian Williams at the same time. And, and you're right, I, I do like this kid. And his prop bet in this game, at least the rushing prop bet, is uh, 61 and a half yards. I got to tell you, I love that number. The the over on that number the is over. one of my best yeah. bets um, mm-hmm. this week, and definitely something I'm going to put a little something on. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I'm all over that. Over. You said it was 60? 61 and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like it, like it. Okay. Uh, For me, another key for the Pats is, uh, not the Pats, the Chiefs, they got to stop Julian Edelman. I mean, (laughs) 9 for 151 last week. Easier said than done, right? Six plus catches and or a touchdown in 12 of his last 13 games. Uh, Has had some uh, decent games uh, against the Chiefs in his last two games against them. Four for 54 and a touchdown. And then uh, I think he was 10 catches for 100 yards in his most recent game. So uh, Julian Edelman is like money in the bank when it comes to uh, wide receivers. I mean, you know, Chris Hogan hasn't delivered. uh, Dorsett hasn't delivered. Just, you know, occasionally. But Edelman is like money in the bank. He has been. And, you know, that's going to be a great (laughs) matchup this week. He's probably going to be going against uh, the slot corner for Kansas City, Kendall Fuller, who, you know, I think is their best cornerback, uh, no no matter where you're looking at. 
Um, so he's mm-hmm. probably going to be facing off against him. So, you know, Ken- Kendall Fuller is going to definitely be put to the test. But he's good enough that if he puts up one of his best games, he could, I'm not saying shut down Edelman, because Edelman's probably looking at, you know, another 10, 12 target game and, you know, hard to mm-hmm, shut any mm-hmm. good wide receiver down for that entire amount. But you could definitely mm-hmm. limit him. And if Fuller plays a good game and is on him, then I, I think we have a, a shot at them, uh, you know, taking Edelman down a notch. Now, I'm not sure that's going to be fully there because I do have Edelman on a few of my DFS lineups, but it's definitely <laughs> what they're going to need. You're talking keys to the game. One of them is Kendall Fuller, you know, putting the clamps on Julian Edelman. I agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you have a, a, a DFS lineup that you uh, could share? Oh, absolutely. That could bunch of them. But here, let's see. Uh, yeah. I, I wrote down a couple. One for DraftKings, one for FanDuel. Uh, so I'll go through mm-hmm. both of them. Let's see. DraftKings, of course, you know, DraftKings is the point, is the one-point PPR league, of course. Uh, FanDuel is mm-hmm. only half a point. So with DraftKings, I went with Mahomes at, at 6,600, Damian Williams at 6,400, uh, uh, James White at 5,400, Edelman at 6,600, Watkins at 4,000. Uh, again, I think Watkins is, is probably the best value on the, on the slate this week. Um, Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. at 7,700. I did take Gronk at 4,100, only more because I didn't really want to pay up for Kelsey. We've talked about it before. They've done a good mm-hmm. job on limiting Kelsey. Um, Gronk, yeah. you know, all I really, all I need for him at that cost is, you know, get me a touchdown with 20 yards. You're probably doing good enough to cover. Um, really mm-hmm. punting it so I can get chalk everywhere else. And I did come back right. with Kamara uh, at my flex with 6,500, and then the Saints defense at 2,700. So I got a mm-hmm. lot of chalk by getting away from paying the high dollar for Kelsey. Uh, I just right. don't. I, I think that's the fade. Kelsey is probably going to be the chalk of the chalk this week. And if you want to be <laughs> right. anywhere off of that, then you got to take a chance. It's going to be you know Gronk. Or, you know, mm-hmm. Everett or one of those guys where you're just going to take the lowest dollar you can take and then get mm-hmm. as much chalk as you can. So um, that's what you're probably looking at there. Let's see. Now, uh, uh, let's see. On the other side, I got uh, Fanduel. I got Brady at 8,400, Michelle at 7,500, Ingram at 6,100, uh, Hill again at 8,400. Um, Woods at 7,100, Watkins at 5,600, uh, Gronk at 5,600, uh, and uh, Damian Williams at my flex at 7,200, and then the Pats defense at 4,000. There you go. There you go. I just have one uh, lineup that I put together for a 50-50. I'll put in a few more, but uh, this is a DraftKings lineup and uh, a lot of the same players, of course. And I took a chance on this lineup, too, with uh, Gronkowski. like there's a lot of choices. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, that's very true. But I went with Mahomes, uh, C.J. Anderson, uh, James White. Uh, and when you talk about – we were talking about uh, – Chiefs having to stop someone, uh, Julian Edelman. How about t- trying to stop James White, who had this, what an amazing week he had last week. Uh, I went with uh, Ted Ginn Jr., uh, Michael Thomas, Robert Woods. I took Gronk, and I got Tyreek Hill in there as well, and I went with the Saints uh, defense. So, uh, yeah. Nice. Uh, just, uh, yeah. So I'm uh, going to throw a few more in there, but I like your lineups as well. Um, and uh, Gronk is interesting, right, because, uh, you know, uh, since week six, he's only uh, had uh, 60 yards or more at once. And, uh, but uh, it's a good matchup. Uh, you know, I mean, but let's face it, at this stage of his career, uh, 
basically a, a you know, a you're just at this point, you're just hoping for a touchdown. Hopefully, in the yeah, red zone, yeah. they have to go to him. That's what yeah. you're looking at. And it could happen. You're, yeah, he he has it. He has a top 25 receiving yards in any of his last four games. And, you know, he looks hurt, but he could still get a red zone look or two, which could get him in the end zone. So, uh, again, if you want to get off of paying the high dollar for Kelsey, I can't see, you You know, it's it's a little more than half for Gronk than Mm -hmm. Kelsey is. I, I think that's worth a shot with what you can get at other positions. Right. And we've been talking about how the uh, Patriots handle Kelsey. And look, I mean, here's his last three games numbers. They're five for 61, five for 40, six for 23. So, I mean, yeah, they've handled them, but uh, it's just because they haven't given up uh, touchdowns. But he's still getting his fair share of, uh, of receptions. But look, you know, uh, he's still at a high price. So if you want to take a shot on Gronk, I think he can score a touchdown. I know he can. I know he can. What do you think? <laughs> I'm going with that same thought process. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, when we come back, uh, we'll keep on breaking down this game uh, from the Patriots side and uh, talk about a lot of more uh, prop bets that we want to share with you. Uh, you're listening to a Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. you got Jim Day, Fantasy Taz. Joe Galina, you want to call me Fantasy Jesus? That's, that's fine. I'll, I'll accept that. Sean Engel doing a great job producing our show keeping us flying straight we'll be back with more on the fantasy sports radio network uh-huh Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. Joe Galena, Jim Day, the Fantasy Taz, Sean Engel producing our show, keeping us flying straight. And I believe we have a guest on the line there, Taz. Oh, a guest. I love guests. Let's see. Is he bringing us see, presents? Uh, a guest, can you speak? Presents, Jim. There you go. Hey, Galena, I got I was, some uh, fish thong in, thong in the sink from Joe's Fish Market. It's going to be a good day. Yeah. I got to yeah. tell you, the other day you were on air, but I was uh, at the fish store. I was going to text you a photo <laughs> of the front f- front facade of my fish store and the salmon that I bought. But I Ooh, nice, Joe. <laughs> yeah, if we, if yeah, we yeah. hit some winners, Wild. we can uh, buy lots of salmon. Wild salmon. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The good Wild stuff. Wild salmon from, uh, yeah, from Canada. 
Yeah, from uh, British so, Columbia, the best salmon in the world, yeah, buddy. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. How's it going there, Cam? I'm doing pretty good, Joe. It's uh, Right now, I'm just watching a little bit of golf, and we also have the East-West uh, Shrine game on. For all the listeners out there, you might want to give that a give that a gander, seeing like who's going to be next-level NFL players. Beautiful, beautiful touchdown by LSU's Brosette there on a wheel route. So uh, it's good. It just shows all the guys who are going to be going to the NFL draft, and you know you get to see mm-hmm. them a little bit more before the, the combine and everything else. So it's a, good, it's a good handle. You get to check out some guys. Some, some guys really help their stock, and other guys, if they play like junk, they hurt their stock. So it's, I know it's yeah, yeah. people don't talk about it, but it's still important uh, for these kids. You want to make more as much money as you can, get drafted as high as you can. Mm-hmm. Any yeah, of the absolutely. guys that we think that might be going in the front, first round uh, playing? Yeah, there's well, well most of, I, I'd say most of the guys there are more like. Um, Probably th- like third to six there, uh, Joe. But uh, yeah, because some yeah, of the yeah. other guys they can't worry. They, they worry about injury, like skipping the bowl games and stuff. Yeah. But still, very. Right. Hey, that's how teams get better. We know that. Like as a Seattle Seahawks fan, when we had that draft, mm-hmm. when we picked Russell Wilson in the third round, uh, Doug Baldwin, <laughs> right. like you know, like you know what I mean. We got we got Cam Chancellor. I think he was in the sixth round. Like that's how you make your team. Mm-hmm. Everyone you can can do right. pretty well with the first first round picks it's what do you do between rounds like two and six three and six with that right. really build your team with depth and you got to realize mm-hmm. a, a lot of the, the first and second rounders that might get drafted um are playing in the senior bowl if they're playing at all yeah exactly exactly good call there good call uh jim very very true so boys what are we talking about have you made your minds up with the games i already Joe, you know me when we were doing the Sunday show. I already lost yeah, Kansas yeah, yeah. City. I told Gabe that uh-huh. all week, uh, you know, and I got that money line. I think it was a buck forty. I'm seeing uh, mm-hmm. a buck fifty fifty five right now. So it was up to uh, minus one sixty at one point. It's down a little bit, but I really feel good about this game. I know it's funny, and I talked to like an old. Uh, bookmaker who ran by me and he's like hey Kay, I was just talking and he's like uh, we really need Kansas City and we really need the Rams so being on the side of uh, Vegas and these guys is probably in a big game big games like this the right side but just the dichotomy guys like Kansas City's Kansas City's a defense and that's the thing I don't think people are talking about they got all over Andrew Luck they have a pass rush now mm-hmm. guys are returning and that yeah. defense Gave up 34.6 points away this season, but only only 17.4 mm-hmm. at home. That's crazy. Like right. you never see splits Absolutely. of 18 points. Like not two or three mm-hmm. points, 18 points. That's nuts. And mm-hmm. I think they can get to Brady. And if they get to Brady, New England's done because you know he's basically a statue back there. So if they can come up with any kind of pass rush, I feel pretty confident the Chiefs can win this game between like seven and 11 points and cover the number. Wow. Uh, I, I, oh, and I mean, we, we, we have breaking about- breaking news. The Ravens have extended uh, John Harbaugh uh, via Ian Rappaport reporting that the Ravens have extended him. He's going to be their head coach again, at least right now. It seems that way. There you go. There you yeah. go. Yeah, they're, they're a team. I, you know, it, it almost seems like the Ravens are kind of that team. They're just there. They're never bad, mm-hmm. never really elite, good but you know what I mean? Haven't really hit that level since the, since the Super Bowl. But yeah, I don't. I, I wouldn't see them uh, making a coaching change. Harbaugh is probably going to be there for a very long time unless he totally has a, has a stinker. But uh, it's going to be see- interesting, Joe. We talk about uh, Lamar Jackson and comparisons to RG three, like just pure running quarterbacks. That that's not going to fly next year. You got to find you got to find ways to you know get some some uh, pass game going because eventually teams are going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Oh, Absolutely. yeah, I totally agree. 
Running quarterbacks never have extended careers in this league until they learn to throw. Yeah, and I remember, and I talk about it, I never forget the game as a Seahawks fan. RG3 was the best thing going. He was the hottest quarterback. Shanahan left him in that playoff game against Seattle. He got hit and hit and hit and hurt, and he kept in there. He got hurt. He was never the same after that. He never knew how to get out of bounds properly, and it was a real problem. And yeah. he's never been the same. Like to say, he got, he got punched in the mouth and uh, couldn't recover, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, I'm all for it. We just spoke just a couple of minutes ago about how important uh, the play of the Chiefs uh, front four would be. You know, the D Fords, the, the Chris Joneses. And, uh, so I, I'm all with you on that. Personally, I think that the, uh, I think that the, the Chiefs win. I'm not sure. I, I'm just call me crazy. I, I think yeah. the Patriots you think they want a squeaker? Spread. Yeah, yeah squeaky like a point or two, but I think the Chiefs uh, do win in this game. Uh, and and uh, I believe my buddy uh, Taz, uh, he he's a big uh, Chiefs guy this week too, right, Taz? I have the Chiefs winning and covering. I, I like the Chiefs mm-hmm. this week, and, and you know, again, we can talk about it all we like, and you know, home field mm-hmm. matters, especially when you get to these big games. And while Brady is still Brady, his road record speaks for itself. He doesn't do as good on the road as he does at home, and we've seen that, and Kansas City's defense is much better at home. I think all of that comes into play, and then when you add Pat Mahomes on the other side, I just, this kid is a new ultra-talented man. He's going to be doing this for years for us, luckily for us. Yeah, luckily I drafted him. I drafted him in my auction league, guys, for uh, back in the day for five bucks. So oh, I, wow. I get to enjoy my home services. Five bucks you spend. Oh, honest <laughs> to God, man, it was great. Like most of the, like the other guys, like go for a dollar, dollar. Like people knew about Mahomes, but I don't think we thought he was going to be okay. Nobody, nobody saw this. Right, exactly. Because even at even at Texas Tech, he threw picks. That was the knock on a Mahomes. Lot of like picks, he, yeah. he, he, yeah, a lot of picks. And then Cliff Kingsbury in that offense, they scored points. He made amazing plays. Threw into double coverage a lot. Couldn't pick up blitz packages. It's crazy. Since that one year under Alex Smith and Andy Reid and the coaching staff, they deserve a lot of respect because his game has totally changed. He, the way he protects the ball now compared to college, it's unforeseen how much he's improved. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, everybody expected he'd be a gunslinger, but he, we expected him to be a gunslinger that you know maybe throws for twenty-four touchdowns, but throws for nineteen interceptions, and it's just not what we got. So, uh, Cam, how do you uh, see this Chiefs-Patriots game unfolding in terms you see a lot of points scored? Uh, looking at some prop bets. You always throw prop bets at me, and I appreciate it. Great stuff yeah. coming from you every Sunday, right? So uh, what do you think about, uh, let's say, some of these quarterback passing prop bets? We got Mahomes at 322.5. We got Tom Brady at 291.5. Uh, you think that they uh, come close to those numbers? A little high, a little low? What yeah, do you think? I, think, I, th- I, th- I think they're a little high, actually. I, I, I And I'll tell you one thing. For the Patriots to be successful, I'd look at the under with Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. I think. I, I think. Uh, but the only thing that concerns me is the passing ability between him and James White. I think James White is a huge X factor. Oh, yeah. He always is for them in, in games. And if he's in trouble, he's going to dish it off to White. If he hands off the ball, mm-hmm. I throw tons of stuff on the under. But you know, those are pass attempts, not rushing attempts. So mm-hmm. I worry about that. Right. And just from a DFS perspective, guys, I think Rex Burkhead at $3,400 is a steal in that game. He had a touchdown against the Chargers. They might go to him as well. I'm not sure about Sony Michelle, but I would actually look under for Brady. And um, maybe even with Mahomes. I think I, I still think they're going to try to establish 
establish a run game with Damian Williams, and he's been very, very effective. Mm-hmm. He's got a real jump in his step by not playing in the whole year, and they haven't had any of a, mm-hmm. a letdown since Hunt's left. And and obviously the Patriots are going to key on uh, Tyreek Hill. There's probably going to be some trick plays, some uh, end arounds, all that stuff we have to expect with his speed. So I think Sammy Watkins mm-hmm. is another guy we can look at, guys. Like <laughs> from a, from a DFS perspective, I think uh, he, Sammy Watkins could be yeah, have a huge yeah. game, and he's dirt cheap. He's he's my biggest value on, on DFS board, I think, uh, just because for all the things you say, they're going to try and take Tyreek Hill out of the game. They've done a good job uh, every time they face Kelsey, so I think Watkins is going to be the, the the guy left out hanging that's going to have them, you know, one on one coverage the most and be able to make the most of it. I, I like that call as well, and I love Damian Williams. I do his uh, his. Prop bet for rushing is only at 61 and a half yards, and I got to tell you, I got to take that all day and twice on Sunday. This this is a number for me that I think he blows right by. Yeah, I'm with you. I think I think that's an absolute great bet. Another guy guy for the Patriots you have to look at. It's always Edelman. Like. You know, whatever he does. Oh, yeah. like, what, what, we were like, just it, talking take, about him. Yep. Take a look at his targets, man. I think he's had 39 mm-hmm. over the last four games. Like, you know what I mean? And against the right. Jets, it was it was six. And all the other games, it was double digits. Brady goes to him, little dinking and dunking. So instead of yards with Edelman, Joe, this is what we talk about. Remember, like, passes caught versus yardage? I think probably passes caught for Edelman. He, could, mm-hmm. he might have, like, 11 for, you know, 78 or something. I think they're going to be quick little, like, bam, just Hit, hit, hit him out there, it might be like a five-yard play. That's going to be the, the way the Patriots are going to try to attack with White and with Edelman with the with the quick passing game. Keep these pass rushers at bay. All right. Hey, uh, Taz, uh, Cam taught me, uh, gave a little lesson about teasers last week. So what about this teaser, uh, Cam? Like KC yeah. three-point favorite over New England? Let's say if yeah. I bring that down and make it, bring it just a no spread, right? But then I take the over-under and I bring it to 53. Actually, if you, you like think? Kansas City, if you like Kansas City, but hold on, Joe, this is me. I'm having a smoke. The guy in Vegas told me, "Hey, Cam, he'll tell you a story about teasers. They keep the lights on." I'm like, "Okay." Like we talk about it, teasers during the regular season. Like bookmakers are like, "Please bring them to us. Give us more because there's always a game that screws you." Like last night in hockey, it's kind of like that parlay where you go four to five. I added the biggest favorite to the board to the parlay, and all the underdogs and everything won. You know what I mean? I should have just made it a smaller yeah, yeah. parlay. Teasers look great. Right. That's the thing. Yes. So, Joe, if Kansas City was minus three on a seven, two-game mm-hmm. seven-point teaser, you could turn them into a four-point dog. Or if you think the mm-hmm. game is going to be close, Joe. You probably want to tease right. New England to plus 10. And then you'd have to mm-hmm. do something mm-hmm. with the total in the game. What's the total? 56? Right. Yes. yes. So you can either go you either go over 49 or under 63. Thing. Whatever you okay. want to do. So basically, you have a score in your head and do the math and go, mm-hmm. this teaser works. If you think New England's only going to lose, uh, lose by one or two, you probably want to tease the Patriots because you don't think they're going to lose by more than 10. Yeah, right, right exactly. Right. A yeah. lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. Taking teasers for me, a lot of people want to extend the, what they might have done with the original bet. When most of the time, usually when you take that teaser, you want to flip it over to the other side. Does that make yes. any sense to you? Yeah. Well, they used to say, you know, uh, they used to say, uh, Taz, don't cr- don't cross the numbers and stuff. That was a long time ago. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't mind turning a three point favorite into a four point dog. If they win by a field goal, you still win, and four is still a key number. Mm-hmm. So you can get a push. Like, I'm not worried about that, but they tell you more along the lines when there's a line of three, take the dog to 10 rather than the favorite to uh, only plus four. You'd get 10 with New England. Three plus seven is, yeah, 10 point underdog in that game. But, uh, you know, Joe, teasers, 
we we laugh at them, but we had uh, Whale Capper on uh, Red Heat and Rage, and we were going through the mm-hmm. teasers. Both Dallas games middled completely. The Dallas Seattle mm-hmm. game, every side won on every teaser. Dallas Rams game, wow. every side on every side te- tease. It didn't matter if you take Rams over, every, like everything. Four ways you do it, mm-hmm. you hit. Teasers are hitting at an eighty-one percent clip in the in the playoffs. I wouldn't advise wow, doing it really? all the time. One percent, but mm-hmm. the numbers are yeah. sharp. The numbers are yeah, sharp, right, Jay. Right. So you yeah. know what? Mm-hmm. Like, tell tell me. Like, we can even look at the other game, guys. Like, uh, New Orleans yeah, by three and a half right now. Do you think New Orleans is going to win right. by eleven points? I don't. So yeah, you can take either. the Rams, or I think if the Rams win, they probably win by a field goal, and then you get the Saints to pl- plus three and a half. You still get the hook on the teaser, right? So yeah. I think teasers mm-hmm. might be a good play this week. And actually, I did something absolutely crazy, guys. Uh, Gabe didn't even believe me. He's like, "What kind of sports book you on in like Mongolia? You got a four, you got a four game, thirteen point teaser. Sounds like BS." I'm like, "No, no, they do it on my book. They actually let you do every game." So listen to this one, guys. You get. So let me see. I'm going to go to my account here. But we went to – I basically got a four-game 13-point thir- uh, teaser. It's amazing. Usually it's 40% juice, but it's only 30, and ties push. Um, and basically I took every single game. So I have the Rams. They're a three-point dog. I made the uh, three-and-a-half-point dog. Sorry, they're a 16-and-a-half-point underdog now. The Saints were uh, three. They become uh, uh, plus 10. So they're 10-point underdogs. Try to middle that. New England becomes a 16-point underdog, and Kansas City a 10-point underdog. I think every game is going to be within single digits, so I'm trying the old mm-hmm. degenerate special, Galena, fresh from the fish market, <laughs> four-game, 13-point degenerate teaser. May the winners be mine. Just make sure you don't sleep wow, with I the like fishes, that buddy, idea, though. I like that idea a lot. Um, <laughs> think know, about it, Jim. Like, nice, what, what do you yeah. think the final scores of the games are going to be? Like, I, I think, think they're going to be tight. I think, yeah. Exactly. I think the Rams or Saints win by like between one and three, probably maybe four max. Mm-hmm. And I think Kansas City wins. Yeah, I, I still don't see a blow, but I got you got New England up to 16 there. I don't think Kansas City wins by 16. I think they can win by 10, but not 16. So mm-hmm. yeah. we're going for the super middle job. That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. I like that bet a lot. Um, and, you know, th- to me, that there, there was never a more fitting term, betting term, than teaser, though. Uh, oh, it's a know, teaser. Because, yeah, I know. Yeah, it, it looks so good on paper. It's almost hard to resist, yet they still find a way. <laughs> no, you're so right. And I got into a lot of trouble when I was younger younger and first betting. I used to just do these uh, three-game 10-point sweetheart teasers. And you'd always hit two legs of it, and one game would just go go off the rails. Like, you know, that 10-point favorite loses, you're done. Like, you can get into a lot of trouble with that stuff, with the 30% juice and stuff, but that's during the regular season. I think now with very, very sharp lines, it's kind of like uh, basketball teasers. People say don't do them, but come NCAA tournament time, the numbers are very, very sharp. Uh, they, they, they run them through the supercomputer a lot, and uh, I think uh, teasers hit a lot in big-time games, big-time events. Cool. I, I might have to take a look at that. I, I really like that four four game teaser. I might have to look at that. that yeah, you got, sounds, it sounds so great, right, Jim? Yeah, it does <laughs> sound so much. It fun. sounds like it can't lose. <laughs> it can't. Created a monster there, Ken. Created a monster. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I, yeah, he's the Tan Fantasy Taz. He's jacked up. <laughs> teasers. Yeah. Super teasers. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> so, so how do you see this game unfolding though? The Saints and Rams. Like, I think that game. 
I don't really like the over-under in it, but if I had a lean, I'd go over. I know a lot of sharps. I know well, guys in Vegas won't call them sharps. Professional gamblers, gamblers like a tighter game. I think we can open it up with the offenses there. And I actually lean more under in the Kansas City game, but I think the Rams are probably, I think the Rams can upset them. I think it's going to be literally a game with within three points. So I'm going to take uh, the Rams uh, at plus three and a half. But I really like Kansas City more. That's my game. Right. Cool. Any uh, anybody interest you in terms of these props or or Jim? Yeah, you uh, know right which one I like. Oh, no. I told you, Sammy Watkins, all the overs on his props, and I have one for the New Orleans game, guys. Ted Ginn Jr. I think they're going to try to take out Michael Thomas, and I think old Ted Ginn, the mm-hmm. old veteran, is going to have a big game. I'm going to go over receptions at three and a half and yardage with Ted Ginn Jr. Nice. I, I like both of those guys in my DFS lineups as well, Watkins and Ginn. Great minds think alike, right, Taz? Or hope so. There you go. <laughs> Cam, appreciate you coming yeah. on. I'll, uh, we'll be together tomorrow night watching the uh, yeah, AFC Championship game. Yeah. <laughs> you got it, buddy. Can't wait. Right. Yeah, tune in right. tomorrow, guys. we got full coverage all day on the network. There you go. Thanks a lot. Take care. Take care, guys. We'll be back with more Weekend Fantasy Update from Fantasy Sports Radio Network. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Big one, the big one. We're in. Ah, love Vangelis. Just makes me want to run in slow motion. <laughs> Chariots of fire. Uh, the DailyRoto.com partnership with Data Golf is back for 2019 with all new premium fantasy golf and betting tools. Check out the all new lineup optimizer with custom settings and advanced grouping, customizable projections for FanDuel and DraftKings, ownership projections, PGA finish probabilities and simulator, outright and top 20 market betting tools, head-to-head and three-ball betting tools, PGA Pro Tip, subscriber chat, and more. Go to DailyRoto.com, click on Go Premium, choose Golf, and enter promo code GOLF19 for a 10% discount. That's DailyRoto.com, click on Go Premium. Click on Golf and enter promo code GOLF19 for a 10% discount. So, uh, Joe Galina, along with uh, Jim Day, the Fantasy Taz, could follow me at Joe Galina. Follow him at Fantasy Taz. Sean uh, Engel, the Fantasy Prince, has done an incredible job uh, for these six hours and uh, keeping us flying straight, uh, playing some great uh, music, taking us out of commercials, bringing us in from commercials. Uh, just can't say enough how enjoy how much uh, we enjoy working with Sean Angle, the Fantasy Prince. And uh, got to really tip our caps to love when uh, uh, get a chance to uh, talk uh, to Cam Stewart. Just all the energy that he brings and the information as well. Just uh, good stuff always from uh, Cam Stewart. 
Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of jealous. You get to work with him every week. I, I kind of like working with him. Well, unfortunately, I've only unfortunately, had a bit of chance here and there. Yeah, I believe that this will be the last Sunday, but you should be jealous because it's been a lot of fun <laughs> spending, uh, you know, the, the football season with him. But uh, good stuff, and uh, I've enjoyed working with you too. Uh, I, but, too. Absolutely, yeah, even though yeah. I call and you I'm George sure... half the time, I, I still like doing it. Well, you finally stopped, and now we're not going to be doing this show together anymore. Yeah, right. I finally got you to stop doing that. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're going to be uh, talking uh, some uh, props, some game special props, too. But I just want to make sure that we just, uh, just put the uh, final period on this uh, coverage of the Patriots game. Well, give me uh, the keys to uh, having the uh, Patriots win this game. Well, I think a couple of the keys the are... Chiefs. are- or Brady having to break his trends. You know, here's a couple of trends. Mm-hmm. He's never had more than two touchdown passes on the road in the postseason. Um, his wow. last road win was 12 years ago. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and he's 4-4 four and four in the postseason when he sacked three or more times. So, you know, it's, you know, those kinds of things he has to avoid. We know that. We've been talking about the fact that, you know, if you get pressure on him, you can make him, you know, forced errant throws or make mistakes, and, and that's what they're going to have to do uh, to him. So the keys for him is he's got to buck those trends. He's got to mm-hmm. be able to get away from that pressure. We know Kansas City can apply it, especially at home. He needs to get away mm-hmm. from that. He needs to play smart, get the ball out of his hands very quickly, as Cam was talking about with the short passing game to Edelman and James White. And then, mm-hmm. you know, he has to have that, but he also needs for this offense to be even. They need to be able to run the ball with Sony Michelle as well. You know, if, if they can come out of here with a balanced offense, then, you know, they can mm-hmm. also take a lot of time off the clock, keep uh, Mahomes on the sideline. Those are going to be the big keys. If they can, you know, control the clock, be able to run and keep those short passes moving the chains, I think that's their key to winning. Hmm. Very good. Very good analysis. Uh, how about uh, scoring 30 points? <laughs> According to Evan Silva from Rotoworld, Kansas City, 34 straight home games without allowing, allowing uh, 30 points scored. And uh, Patriots are 7-1 and one when scoring 30 points or more. So, uh, hey, you know, that's something to think about. But great analysis with Tom Brady. I didn't realize uh, some of those stats. Great stuff from you. Yeah, well, you know, that, like I said, it, Trying to do six hours, you gotta you gotta go out and grab as much as you can to 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 try and talk about. That's just one of the things that came out when I was going through all the numbers. Mm-hmm. All right, so you want to? That's great stuff. And uh, some of these game specials uh, that we haven't gotten to, any of them uh, appeal to you that you want to talk about? Uh, well, look, I, you know, uh, one of the big things that we're all over all the games are what they call player prop parlays which is you know basically mm-hmm. a player plop plus the their team winning the game uh so those right. were quite interesting to me I, i'll be honest i uh, didn't really follow them before a lot of times but i kind of mm-hmm. like them um and there's a couple mm-hmm. in here I, I do like and and one of them is uh where is it with the chiefs here um one of them is damian williams to run for 100 plus yards and kansas city w- to win with a plus 250 mm. number on it i i think that's a nice mm-hmm. bet uh, you know, I mean, right. I'm not going to throw a lot of money at it, uh, but I mm-hmm. think, a, you know, a nice five or ten dollar bet on it just just for that. The way Damian Williams has been playing, uh, I think is going to yeah. be big there. And then the other one also on that same game is Sammy Watkins to have 50 plus yards receiving and Kansas City to win at a plus 180, 186 
uh, I think, you know, not the highest payout, but I just think it's a very good possibility that Watkins goes over 50 yards, and I do like KC to win this game. So those are two two player prop parlays in this game that I really like. Any there that mm-hmm. stick out for you? Well, uh, well, I like what you said about Damian Williams and the uh, Pats, like I said before, allowing a little over five yards per carry uh, to running back to the past nine games. And you know what, Sammy Watkins, not only uh, what you said in terms of having the 50-plus yards receiving in Kansas City to win, might not be a bad uh, DFS play as well. No, I like Sammy Watkins a lot uh, in DFS. Mm-hmm. He, he's riding a lot of my DFS teams just because I think he just represents such great value at such low cost. Um, again, mm-hmm. he looked good last week, didn't seem to have any setbacks whatsoever, uh, and that's a, a good thing, and that's what we're looking for. He looked fluid. Uh, he moved well. I, I know he put one ball on the ground, but he did make a couple of other nice catches. He also run some, ran some really good routes. Um, and so mm-hmm. I, I think while, you know, Kansas, while New England is really trying hard to take Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey out of the game, I think Sammy Watkins is going to be a, a guy that comes in and makes a couple of big plays here. And I really like him to, to present a lot of value in DFS. I like this one here uh, based on even what Cam had said. I kind of was in on a little bit of, of Ted Ginn. You know, I talked about the 15 targets over the past couple weeks. How about this one? Ted Ginn to have 50-plus receiving yards and the Saints to win plus 190. Just a little something. Yep. Again, uh, you know, it, it's definitely something that they're look, looking at as a good good value bet. Um, you know, mm-hmm. 50 yards, if Ginn is going to be a factor, I think 50 yards mm-hmm. is easy for him to do. Um, we've yep, seen him, yep. and since he's come back from the injury, the IR return list, um, he's been mm-hmm. actively involved in each game. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> excuse me, um, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't hate that at all. I think uh, he's definitely going to be involved in this one. Uh, just and this one you know, you're going to like too. Okay, um, you, you have this gut feeling about Mark Ingram. How about him uh, to rush for 50 plus yards and the Saints to win the plus two ten. Yeah, again, uh, and not such a terrible thing. I mean, they. Mm-hmm. I, I think he is going to be involved. Again, I've been saying it all day. My gut feeling is that he's going to be more heavily involved than he's been lately. Again, just to try and bring new wrinkles into an offense, everybody's expecting, mm-hmm. you know, on one hand, Kamara to come out and bust it all up. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they come out and, you know, try and get Ingram going early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true, very true. Uh, how about some uh, more individual game props? Uh, let's take a look at some of uh, these uh, wide receiver over and unders for the Saints-Rams game. Uh, 98.5 for Michael Thomas. Uh, uh, let's, uh, let's read three. Let's see which one uh, you like the best. Michael Thomas, 98.5. Robert Woods, 74.5. Or Brandon Cooks, 69.5. For me, okay. I think the safest one might be Woods, 74 and a half. But talk to me. Okay, well, I'd, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I like the under in the Michael Thomas. I think he will see a lot okay. of Aqib Tlaib. Um, you know, I think mm-hmm. he'll still catch, you know, five, six balls, and he'll get close to that. I just don't think he goes over that number if Tlaib mm-hmm. truly shadows him most of the game. Um, uh, you know, if it's me, that's my first priority is taking him out of their game mm-hmm. plan. So I, gotcha. I think we see yes. a lot Makes of that. Makes sense. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I actually like Cooks a little bit more than I do Woods this week, uh, just because mm-hmm. I, I think they're going to need, you know, they're not going to throw as often in this game, uh, at least the way I see the game playing out. And if that's the case, mm-hmm. then I think I'm hoping for a couple of big hitters with Cooks as opposed to trying to ride the PPR wagon that is Robert Woods. Mm-hmm. How about this uh, Mark Ingram 39 and a half? Uh, over under. That seems kind of low to me. I know that Ingram really hasn't, you know, uh, let me take a look at his numbers recently. But it, yeah, they just, haven't been good. I don't know. Maybe, that's, and maybe that's why we're looking maybe, at it. Maybe it's you, yeah. Maybe it's you uh, wearing on, uh, wearing off on me, but uh, <laughs> that, that 39 and a half seems a little low. <laughs> but I, I don't think he's reached uh, that uh, lately at all. I don't think he's even hit no, that he, number. he had 53, yeah, he 53 rushing yards against Philadelphia last week. Oh, did he 53? Okay, for some reason I had that back yeah, in yeah. my head then. Yeah, yeah. And then he had some reason 28, I was 35, 35, 65, 63. So. Yeah. yeah, okay. So uh, 35 is, is uh, week 16. Okay. Um, that's mm-hmm. what I had in my head. Um, then, yeah, I, yeah. I agree with you, the 39 and a half. Like I said, I've been feeling Ingram all week. I'm, I'm not sure why. There's no numbers that really point to it. I just, mm-hmm. uh, again, trying to be different, trying to be, you know, what – what I think the Saints are going to be trying to do on offense is come up with something a little different. And right now, the way the, mm-hmm. the season ends, I think that is getting Ingram much more involved. Right. Uh, how about this one for running back, rushing, and receiving? Uh, I'm liking the 73-and-a-half over for James White. Yeah. Um, you don't have to like it just because I said it. I mean, no, no, I, <laughs> I just, agree. He's such th- an integral one. part. Uh, mm-hmm. th- but this is one that that has me been giving me a little fits because, you know, the 15 receptions last week, it, it, man, it, it's so hard to see New England doing the same thing in back-to-back weeks. Yeah, they, they just you. don't have that tendency. And while I, I know James White is an integral part of this offense, especially in big games, I get that. Mm-hmm. But, man, there's something mm-hmm. on at the back of my head that, you know, he had such a huge part last week that he may become a, a little bit of a decoy this week. Interesting. Interesting take. Uh, I was hoping, let's see, let's pull up some of his, his postseason numbers. Okay. I think I have them right here if you give me a yeah. second. Well, obviously, last week, yeah, f- 15 receptions last week we spoke about. Uh, but uh, in 2018... Uh, four catches for 29, three catches for 22, two for 21. So that's definitely an outlier. And then back in 2017, 14 catches for 110. Um, yeah, I can see what you're saying. It's just typical of what the Pats do, right? Yeah, Change but, it up and, the week and, after something something that exactly. uh, works one week. <laughs> and you have Burkhead there that's you know been taking a little bit of work off of, of both Michelle and White's plate from time to time since mm-hmm. he's come back. Um, you know, since his return in week 13, uh, James White has only averaged 11.3 expected fantasy points per game. Uh, Sony Michelle mm-hmm. 9.3 and Burkhead 7.5. Meanwhile, when Burkhead wasn't there, White was averaging 17.8 expected fantasy points per game. Um, so, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of actual fantasy points, those numbers look similar. It was uh, 12 and a half for White, 8.4 for Michelle, and 7.4 for Burkhead. So, uh, again, I just have this gut feeling that he's going to be more the decoy this week than the one who actually makes the big plays happen. Hmm. 
How about uh, going back to some of these game specials, like hedging your bets? Because we've been talking, you know, I think we both agree that the Saints are going to beat the Rams. But let's say if the Rams win, maybe put, just put, you know, put a, a little something uh, just in case the Rams win. Uh, I'm looking at Todd Gurley to have 50-plus receiving yards and the Rams win plus 370. No, I, I agree with you. Definitely good, mm-hmm. you know, especially on these type of bets. You definitely want to hedge your, your bets. Um, and I don't have a problem with that. You, you pick one of them, mm-hmm. one you like on the other side of the ball and, and go with it. And mm-hmm. for me, I would actually go with the Jared Goff to throw for 300 yards and the Rams to win mm-hmm. just because I think if they are to win, then I think he does have to do that. Um, I think he'll have mm-hmm. to throw a decent amount and get there. But, you know, I, I can't fault you for going with Gurley getting there uh, early. Like I said, if I expect Gurley to have a big game as well. So I have no problem mm-hmm. with that. I'm worried about Goff if he threw for 300 yards. I'm thinking that, that you know, then their whole game plan is thrown out the window and they lose. Because <laughs> if, well, if he throws for 300 yards, he might be yards. playing from behind. <laughs> well, and that's what I'm thinking. If he does throw for 300 yeah. yards, it's because they're behind and he has to get them mm-hmm. back into the game. So, you know, I, mm-hmm. again, I'm not, I'm not saying that's a great bet or, you know, she'd jump all over it. Uh, right, right, saying, right. If I think – if if I want to take a, a small shot, hedge my bets, then I'm going to go with the not so obvious. I think him throwing 300 yards and them winning go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. How about uh, the uh, game specials with the Patriots winning? Any of these appeal to you? I mean, first one that I look at, and I hate to bring him up again, is James White. If, if you know, and rushing for 25 plus yards and Pats to win plus 350. Um, uh, you know, Julian Edelman to have 100-plus receiving yards and the Pats win, plus 370. I mean, you know, 100 is, is a decent amount, but Edelman is definitely the, you know, the core of uh, Brady's passing game. No, I agree. And, and you know, absolutely, mm-hmm. you know, if he gets that big game, that definitely helps. But for me, the one I like the most is actually Sony Michelle to rush for 100-plus mm-hmm. yards and the Pats to win at plus 370. Yeah. I kind of like that. I think if they do win, it's going to be on the backs of this running game. Yeah, yeah. As you were reading that, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, if if Michelle runs for 100 yards or more, I think the Pats win this game. Yep, I agree. I agree, and that's what I'm saying. So if you're going to pick one on that side, that's the one I like. Um, You know, but Mm -hmm. again, it always comes down to something, you know, outstanding that you didn't really think of usually. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So, what's the game so, plan tomorrow? Tomorrow you're on air uh, uh, from eight to uh, ten in the morning with Scott Angle, the uh, the King, and mm-hmm. uh, George Kurtz once again. So, get to work one last mm-hmm. time with with Scott and George for the season, and looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll be on uh, tomorrow. Uh, late afternoon, we'll be watching the uh, AFC uh, Championship game with Chris Pavona and uh, our buddy Camp Stewart, who joined us uh, earlier today. And uh, prior to that, you got uh, the fantasy exec and uh, Gabe Morency. Uh, they'll be uh, taking you through the uh, NFC and Championship game. And I think Chris Venture is joining them as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, looking forward to it. Looking forward to saying hi to him. All right. Uh, listen, it's been great. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you to Sean Engel. Thank you to Jim Day. Thanks for you for listening. Enjoy the games this weekend. Thanks for listening to Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And good luck. Yeah, good luck.